what is up you guys i really appreciate you all for rocking with me as hard as y'all do y'all have been rocking with me ever since uh, word from the web has came back from its hiatus i appreciate y'all i love y'all for it and i love y'all so much and i appreciate y'all so much that i decided to drop another episode on tonight for you guys so yo let's go over here and let's check it out peace What is up, y'all? It's another day, another time, and another week, and another episode of A Word from the Web. And tonight, I have, I told y'all I had a surprise for y'all the entire month of February. Not only will you be getting a morning word from the web for the entire month of February, but for the entire month of February at 10 o'clock at night, since we're standard time, you will be getting a word another little small tidbit of a word from me and one of my good friends. And uh, since it is the month of love, I thought what better way to do this discussion than to get my sister on here, Miss Persephone Greer. How are you doing, sis? Hey, I'm doing fantabulous. How are you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Why don't you introduce yourself to my friends and uh, let them know who you are going to hear sis all righty well i am pastor persephone greer i'm a recording artist and author um and most importantly i am the wife of the clifford william greer the second come on now come on now <laughs> i'm also the online pastor for kingdom culture church which is based in uh palm bay florida shout out to um, Bishop James W. Bird and his beautiful wife, Prophet Taj Bird. And we live, my, my husband and I, Cliff, live in the beautiful state of Alabama in the city of Montgomery. Whoa, and we're Ty. just here, you know, you know, roll tide sometimes. We don't, you know, we... <laughs> <laughs> we don't really we're just here we're just here um we're just passing through so roll tide while we're here i guess <laughs> but hey y'all yes and uh this one right here she has a powerful story and that's why i had to get her on here for this segment right here as we talk about aligning yourself so that god can bless you aligning yourself mm -hmm. so that God can bless you. That can be with a spouse. That can be with your finances. That can be with your business, whatever it is, but aligning yourself so that God can bless you. So sis, what is a moment in your life where you have to put yourself in line so that God can bless you? Well, 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 let me take you back to 2017. Come on. I, um, was experiencing the demise of my first marriage. Mm -hmm. I uh, made the difficult decision of asking for the divorce. Mm -hmm. And we were, thankfully, we didn't have many assets together. Everything, you know, pretty much dissolved quickly legally. But of course, there's also a spiritual divorce that had to take place. And um, there was a whole healing process I had to go through with that. When I left, I left with very little. Um, I basically had to start my life all over again. I had a storage unit full of stuff, but nowhere to go. <laughs> and mm -hmm. thankfully, you know, um, one of my, my great sisters in the Lord, Michaela, she allowed me to stay with her 
for a year. And then she, you know, there were some things transpiring in her life where she needed to, you know, um, transition into a different situation. So I, for a long time, for maybe from November of 2018, all the way up until 2020, I was bouncing from place to place to place and didn't have much income. I wasn't making more than maybe $300 a month. I was on food stamps. I was dealing with health issues, wasn't able to work even part-time because my health was so unpredictable, no health insurance. So anytime I got really, really sick, I had to go to the ER. So I was racking up. I had probably about $30,000 worth of medical debt. And I mean, it was just, (laughs) it was crazy, right? So we get to 2020. I had just left um, a previous living situation. This was in around about around this time um, mm-hmm. in 2020, around this time mm-hmm. of year, close to February. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, um, <laughs> y'all, you're happening here in a little bit. Yes. Okay. So what happened was I was living in my car for the second time. Right now, I was cool. Because I had learned my little tips and tricks and hacks or whatever. As long as I had a vehicle, I didn't consider myself homeless. I was unhoused. That's the term I'm hearing a lot. So I was unhoused. I didn't really want anybody to know that I was living in my car because I was fine. I was literally okay. And it was crazy because during this time, it was like late late February. um, It was getting really cold in Florida. And for those Floridians know, when it gets like in the 40s and the, you know, it, it gets kind of gets really cold so what I did was the Lord allowed me to be able to acquire a sleeping bag so I was literally sleeping in the sleeping bag in my car I was warm I was toasty I was comfortable but most importantly y'all don't miss this most importantly I had my peace Mm. I may not Mm. have had a roof Mm. over my head a traditional roof over my head but baby I had peace and I slept peacefully every night because let me tell you what I did I slept in the Walmart parking lot every night what I did was I door dashed during the day I did retail auditing assignments during the day and then around 9 10 o'clock at night I would go to the Walmart parking lot and it was crazy because it was a, a Walmart parking lot that I had went when I was um, previously living in my car and I wanted to go back there and God said no I want you to go somewhere else and God was setting me up to be able to listen to him, even when it doesn't make sense. Cause there was nothing wrong with the other Walmart that I was sleeping at, but God said, no, I need you to be here. So it was like maybe a 20 something mile difference between the places I was at. So I had my planet fitness membership. So I was taking showers at planet fitness. I would walk on the treadmill about 10, 10 minutes a day to stretch my legs out. I mean, I had the whole for anybody that may be going through a, a situation where you may be facing homelessness. Listen, I'm gonna tell you, I'll teach you how to live in your car now because we're <laughs> gonna make it, okay? You have options. So I was doing all that, and I um I think it was within four days of me being in my car. I got a call because I when I first decided that I was gonna leave my ex-husband, I immediately began to apply for the housing authority in different areas. I applied in, of course, Brevard, where I was staying at. I applied in in Daytona Beach. I applied in Tampa, Jacksonville. If I had been able to get to Georgia, I would have applied in Georgia as well. I was applying everywhere, you know, everywhere it was open. So I was sitting in the parking lot of a library and just minding my business. And I get a phone call from the Gainesville Housing Authority 
which was two and a half hours away from everything I've ever known. And I didn't recognize the number at first. It was a three, five, two number. I was like, I'm not answering that. Cause you know, when you don't recognize the number, you don't answer it. <laughs> That's the rule. So I didn't answer it. And, um, the coordinator left me a message and I, I listened to the message probably about four times because mm-hmm. I couldn't believe what, what I was hearing because it had literally been, Oh gosh, it had been five, about five years since I had my own place. And I was just like, I was like, I can't believe she said I'm on, I'm on the waiting list um, to the point where they have you come and do the orientation. And I was just like, so jazz. And I remember, um, I remember I sent to Mel Brown, um, uh, an elder friend of ours that that's like a brother to us. Um, I sent him a voice note and I was crying and I was like, oh my God. Cause he was, he was actually one of those people that he was one of the only ones that knew I was living in my car at the time. And I thank God for him because he actually raised money for me while I was living in my car and he had people cash apping me money. So through that whole time that I was in the car, I would literally wake up every morning, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. I would get notifications like every other day people were sending me money and that was sustaining me enough to buy gas, enough to buy food, enough to buy little things that I needed for living in the car. Right. Come on. So I had to make the decision right then and there that my life was going to have to change. If I wanted things to be different, I had to do something different. I had lived in Brevard County my entire life. I knew nothing else, right? Mm. So I then had to make the decision to, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do this. Now, mind you, my grandmother, my Nana, who is like, she's my rock. She's been there for me literally my entire life. Shout out to Nana. Shout out to Nana. Um, she was actually in rehab at the time because she had had a couple of health scares where she almost died. And she was in rehab and she was getting ready to come home. I was scared to tell her that I was going to be leaving because I was like, oh, my God, she's she's not going to take this well. Now, she was upset. But she said, Persephone, I always told you, you got to do what's best for you. And if you got to go, baby, I'm going to miss you, but you got to go. So that helped me a lot. It helps a lot to have people in your in your life that want you in their world, but understand that they are not your world. Yes, they are not your world. That there's always phone calls, emails, mail, all that stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. So I ended up going to Gainesville uh May 22nd of 2020 I packed up <laughs> the U-Haul I had my my furniture in, in different household items in like four different locations <laughs> so all day my god sister Nakia and um my 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 nephew um Lewis he was helping me she was helping me load up stuff on the truck and we ended up getting to Gainesville and my new life began, right? Mm-hmm. I ended up moving into another apartment while I was there. And it was, um, and, and, and the crazy part was that before I left Brevard, I was seeing somebody. Okay. Yep. I was in a little, re- James, remember, I was in a little relationship, a little relationship situation. Oh, oh, oh she was in love. She <laughs> yes, was in love. yes, yes. And, you know, I, you know what? Ha- hold on. Uh-huh. It, it wasn't her husband. Now yeah. continue. Continue. 
Don't make me shout. Don't make me shout. So I, that's why I call, that's why I called it a situation. It was a mm, situation. Come on. Come so on. come on. Let All me get let me get to the good part. Okay, so my birthday is in June, right? So I moved to to Gainesville in May. I have my I have a little birthday shindig because you know we were in the middle of COVID, so it was like a mild birthday situation. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. Had a I few people. Yeah, I had a few people at the apartment. Well, the guy that I was seeing at the time proposed <laughs> to me on my birthday. Mm. Mm. Oh, I was so mm. overjoyed, and because we had oh, already, she called me. She called me yes. thrilled. She called me thrilled. Yes, yo. I was like, oh my god, I'm engaged. Blah, blah, blah. Child, let me tell you something, honey. My birthday is June 19th, which was on a Friday that year. Mm-hmm. We announced uh, the engagement publicly that Sunday, the 21st. Mm. By Tuesday, mm-hmm. I found out. You know, let me tell you what happened. But Tuesday, because they kind of all jumbled together. But let me tell you that Tuesday, I found mm-hmm. out that there was somebody else. That there was an ex-girlfriend that didn't realize she was an ex-girlfriend until she saw that he was engaged. Come on. Come on. Mm. So I was like, hold up. Because, see, I know sometimes people, they end things without ending things. Mm-hmm. And I thought, based on what he was telling me, that that's what that was. It still was wrong. And I fussed him out over her. I said, listen, it was not right for you to not break things off with her the right way. It was not okay for you to just stop talking to her. You should have officially broken up with her before you start seeing me. Okay? I thought that was the end of it. Child! (laughs) That was only the beginning. When I tell you this individual was seeing Mm. three women at the same time. Oh, so he's trying to do the Trinity. He was he was trying he was trying to do the unholy trinity. He was trying to do a whole bunch of stuff. He mm-hmm. was seeing he never stopped sleeping with his ex-wife. Mm. He cheated on his ex-wife with his ex-girlfriend. Mm. He cheated on his ex-girlfriend with me and mm. cheated on me with his ex-wife. He slept with his ex-wife 6 days before he proposed to me. <laughs> I say Ooh. the gall. The unmitigated Ooh. gall, Jesus. Um y'all and none and of us uh, none of us knew about each other. Pause real quick, y'all. And just so y'all know, her brother was nowhere around when this was going on. Cause um Ooh. thank God I wasn't around. Thank yeah, because we you didn't need them problems. You didn't need no legal troubles. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I would have got it for my sister. I would have definitely got it. But let me but tell continue. you, let me tell you how God orchestrated that though. So by the time okay, because I, I I had talked to uh, Bishop Bird about it, right? Let him know mm-hmm. what was going on. He said, he said, uh, Hudson, because my maiden name is Hudson. He said, Hudson, let me tell you something. I know this is going to be hard for you because everything was public. Because, oh, I didn't even tell you how I found out about the ex-girlfriend, about how I found out what really happened. It's he coming on the post. No, let me tell you what happened. I have a mutual cousin with his ex-girlfriend and I have a mutual cousin with his ex-wife. Wow. What? Ooh. See, I ain't even. I forgot that. <laughs> it I was so much stuff. I forgot that. I forgot so, that. On one side of the family, I had the mutual cousin with the ex girlfriend. And on the other side of the family, I had the mutual cousin with the ex wife. Who was also one of the guys that he was in the singing group with, right? So mm. <laughs> it was just a bunch. Mm. It was a bunch of mess. Mm. So mm. let me tell you how good God is. Because what happened was Let's the, get to the glory. Let's she get to the glory she posted <laughs> about about 
trying to get into contact with me because she was trying to tell me what kind of guy I was seeing, right? What kind of guy I was in a relationship with. And she basically said in the, in the post, I have to warn her. I have to warn her about what's going on. So the mutual cousin saw the post. She sent me a message. She said, shout out to Keisha. I'ma say, I'ma say name. Shout out to Keisha. She come looked on, out for on. your girl. Keisha, she Keisha. she she came and uh she sent me a message. She said, I'm looking out for you as as your big cousin. I'm letting you know that there's something going on. Cause see, I can you imagine there mm. is a narrative going on about you on social media and you don't even know about it? Mm. Not only is what people are thinking untrue because what the what the ex-girlfriend was saying was true she was trying to warn me about him right mm -hmm. so but other people don't put their own narrative exactly on. and i was going to be seen as the other woman right when really none of us were the only woman because none of us knew about each other the ex-wife didn't know about us uh the ex-girlfriend didn't know about us and i didn't know about them so um I end up, you know, talking to Keisha and she told me what was going on. So then I am telling Bishop Bird all of this stuff. And he said, he said, Hudson, I know this is going to be hard. But what I'm going to need for you to do, listen to this, y'all. Listen, listen, listen. It's going <laughs> to help somebody. Mm. He said, I'm going to give you this piece of advice and I'm going to need you to follow it. Shut mm. up. Mm. Don't say anything. Don't like, so say you a mean word. My name gets around and yes, yes. He said, "Don't say anything." He said, "I promise you, it's gonna blow over." Let let me handle it. He says, "Screenshot me everything. Send me everything." And I screenshotted every post, everything that I saw, every message that I was sent. He and and he he began to do the work behind the scenes. And see, this is where it's important to have a good leader, Come on. Some, a leader that will cover you. That man covered me, him, cover him and his wife. I love them so much. And I thank God for them because they didn't have to get involved in that. They didn't have to, they but they did. Like, oh, you got to handle this on your Right. Own. They looked out for me. They made sure that they took care of stuff behind the scenes. So by that Friday, I told the individual I was engaged to that I was done. It wasn't no trying to work it out. Once I found out about... What you know? What what killed it for me? When the ex girlfriend said that she specifically asked him, "Are you seeing anybody? Is is that the reason why you're not talking to me as much? Is that the reason why you're pulling away from me?" And he said, "It's only you." <laughs> and we were already talking about getting married. Mm. We weren't officially engaged. I didn't have my ring yet, but we were talking about being together. And he looked this girl in her face and told her there was nobody else. I said, oh, oh, there won't be anybody else because I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm done. Thank you. I found out everything I needed to find out. And I was hurt. I was sad, but I was so glad because let me tell you what happened. That weekend, my birthday weekend, he was trying to get me to compromise. He was trying to get me to sleep with him. Mm -hmm. And I, I told him, I was like, no. No, we're getting we were supposed to be getting married in October of of 2020, right? And I told I was like, no, I'm not interested in doing that. We only gotta wait a few more months. We're good, right? Meanwhile, he had slept with his ex-wife six days before he came to propose to me. Had my grandmother riding with him in the car, honey. Mm, mm, to come mm, propose mm. to me after he had slept with, with his ex-wife. Mm. <laughs> but let me Ooh. tell you. 
Bishop orchestrated a meeting. It was, let me tell you all was there. It was him, his wife, Prophet Taj, Pastor Ethel, who's, who her birthday is tomorrow. Shout out to Pastor Ethel. Um, and uh, it was myself. I was on video chat because I was the only one that was out of the area. It was the individual I was engaged to, the ex-wife and the ex-girlfriend. He got everybody, uh, Bishop got everybody together, okay, to have this meeting, to hash everything out. So I had written something to say to the guy. And because I, I didn't want my emotions to get the better of me, I wanted to be able to say what I needed to say. But mm-hmm. before, because Bishop, he, he did things so strategically, he let me speak last. Mm. And the best for last. listen, he let me speak last. And what the Lord allowed me to do is he allowed me to minister to the ex-wife and the ex-girlfriend before I even read my statement to my ex-fiance. Mm. And when I tell you God got the glory, because let me tell you something. I'm going to be real with the people. It would have felt good to cuss him out. It oh, would have yeah. felt I'm good sure. to cuss him I'm from sure. the rooter to the tutor and tell him you ain't this and you ain't that and blah, blah, blah. But when it comes to being in a position where God can bless you, you have to understand that you can't just act the way you want to. You can't just do whatever you want to. Even if other people around you are doing what they want to do and they're mistreating you, you have to hold your peace. Just like Jesus. Jesus was spat on. Jesus was mocked. And he held his peace because he knew what the truth was. So because I knew what the truth was, I was able to hold my peace. I was able to act like I had some some sense. You know what I mean? Mm. So mm. then, okay, we get to, okay, we get through June. And it was crazy because I ended up talking to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And this was around September. You remember this? This was around Ooh. September. Ooh, another one that better be happy <laughs> I wasn't in the hotel. So he, oh, he laid it on thick. There's a couple that better be happy that I wasn't aware of. That part. He laid it on thick and he was like, oh, I need a first lady and I need this and blah, blah, blah. And I want you in my life. And God literally Enoched him out of my life. That man disappeared. Okay. (laughs) Man, I remember you called me about that crying. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what Mm, mm, mm. that was in september right Mm -hmm. so october comes along that's the month that i was supposed to get married and i really wasn't as upset about that it was another situation that had happened back in 2019 see this is what we have to be dealing with stuff when it actually happens don't push stuff sweep it under the rug and try to pretend like it's okay you better deal with that thing because it's gonna come back around i was experiencing pain and resentment from a situation that happened in 2019 mind you we were in 2020 at this point right almost the end of 2020 and i was still reeling from stuff that happened in 2019 i had a full mental breakdown to the point where I was thinking I was going to have to go to the hospital because I was afraid I was going to hurt myself. I was looking out of the door, um, out of the window that looked over like a field area, right? And I had this thought and it scared me so bad. I said, what if I just walked out the door and I just kept walking? I don't know why that scared me so bad. It was was like I was just at my wits end. I cried that day. It It was on a Sunday. It was after church. I cried, James, like somebody had died. 
I cried. But, mm, I'm about to say something. I'm about say, to say it. Something. Say it, sir. Say it. Somebody had died. That part. The you had. That part. Had. That the part. I continue. mean, it was a continue. guttural cry. I was just so upset. I was just so, ugh. And I was able, and, and shout out to Minister Donnell Bird and Sister LaCynthia Bird. They coached me through that moment. They helped me through that. And and it's, I find it important to mention people's names because you never know how somebody may need to know how they helped you. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm shouting out people by name because that people need to know <laughs> that, that this that was, was not that this was not just something I just got through by myself. I could not have gotten through this whole process without these right. people. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I got through that and I was like, Lord, that was who that was rough. I almost didn't make it through that. <laughs> I almost didn't make it. it through. But let me tell you what happened. Come November on, get 6th. to the glory. Get November sixth. November sixth. November sixth, uh, honey, uh, of twenty twenty uh, 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 is a day that I will never ever forget. I wonder why. I wonder why. Tell it is the why. day. It is the why. day that I had my first conversation with my husband, uh, the Clifford mm, William mm, Greer the mm, second. Mm, we met. Mm. We met on Facebook dating, which when people hear that, they're like, what? I need to get back on there. But continue, Listen, continue. you need to you need to bathe in some holy water before you get on there first. Because <laughs> it, it, there, there are people everywhere that mean people no good. Okay? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I always tell people, listen, pray about it, you know, before you do it. Um, because we know everybody's story is not the same. But I saw Cliff first. Cause let me tell you what happened. And this is this is the reason why I started with the 2017 storyline is because I had to make a point mm. about yep. placement. You got to you got alignment, to. geography. Because Come when on. you when you told me what the subject matter was about, I was like, God, this is good because this it's not just about being in a geographical place. It's about being in a spiritual place, spiritual place. an emotional place, a mindset. When 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 you are aligned, when your tires are are aligned, you travel better. Is in the right place. Exactly. I have driven cars. Let me tell you that needed some alignment, and mm, they drove like trash. <laughs> come on. So what happened was, God used all of what happened to me in 2017, 2018, 2019, and 2020. To align me to be in a place where I was literally 45 minutes away from my future husband. Mm, come on. 45 Five minutes. minutes. Come and, on. And let me tell you, he took that drive with joy. He didn't make me feel any type of way because my car was not in the condition where I could drive to go see him or I would have. But he would come to see me two or three times a week. He would work 10 hour shifts and would come and see me. And... What was crazy was if I had been in Brevard, because let me tell you something. When I was in Brevard, I did the Facebook dating the first time. And I did not come across any men that met the standard that I knew that God had for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I knew, I was like, well, okay, when, when I moved to Gainesville, I said, well, you know what? I'm in a different area. Let me try it again. Come on. Right. Different let area. Me, yeah. Different let me area. just, let me, let me you know when you say let me let me see 
And I was on there not even two weeks. I And let me tell you something else. I changed my parameters because Cliff is younger than me. He's a year and four months younger than me. He's uh, the yeah, first a cougar, y'all. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I'm a I junior. Forgot. I'm a junior cougar. He is the first man that I ever dated that was younger than me. The first and the only man that I ever dated that was younger than me. And it's gonna be the last. And I know Come that on. part. I know that Come part on. because I had always because my parameters were 35 to 45, right? Mm-hmm. I ended up changing my parameters from 30 to 40. And that's when I ended up seeing Cliff for the first time. And I saw his picture and I was like, he is so cute. I was like, let me look at his profile. Cause you know, I'm not, I'm not one to be taken just by physical by appearance. The, Cause I that's know something she's working on me with y'all. That's listen, let me tell you, I, I know a lot of attractive people that have ugly spirits. They have ugly attitudes. They have ugly personalities. They have nothing to offer, but what they look like. And it's very mm. unattractive to me. Okay. Come on. No spirit about them. No nothing. No goals. They just, they just pretty. They just a handsome. Face. Whatever it face. is. Yeah. So when I saw him, I checked my, I checked my flesh. I said, oh, he cute. But let me, let me go on and look at his profile. And I looked at his profile and I said, oh, I said, he's, he seems like a cool guy. You know what? So I liked him and I proceeded to just chill. I fell back. And then I think a day or so later, he liked me back. So I'm thinking, well, should I, should I say something? Is he going to say something? I didn't know (laughs) what to do. So for another like four days, I was kind of like waiting to see if he was going to say something. So then he, on November 6th of 2020 is when he reached out to me. And he, the one of the first things he said, well, I'm sorry it took me so long to reach out. The backstory to that is that the reason why it took him so long to respond or to send me a message is because he had had other um, times where he had reached out to a young lady and she wasn't about anything or she was just, you know, kind of like, Oh, just having fun, just hanging out, whatever, you know, because one of the first things he told me and he said, well, I thought I was going to scare you away when I said this, but the, one of the first things he said to me was, I'm not a boyfriend. I don't make a good boyfriend. I'm a husband. Bruh. <laughs> I said, well, what a, my brother-in-law. I said, well, what a coincidence. I'm a wife. I'm not a girlfriend. So I think I think you got the right one here. Mm. And from then, it was crazy. We went from being strangers to friends to, 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 to lovers, fiancés, husband and wife. There was, because, you know, for those that don't know the timeline, I met him November 6th. By December 25th, we were definitely together. We were definitely, this was yeah. definitely happening. Um, December, he met a lot of my family. And then January, I met a lot of his family. And then we got married May 21st of 2020. And um, y'all, let me tell y'all something real quick before she continues. <laughs> I will never forget <laughs> hearing this story about this guy. Yeah. I'm at the shoe store getting ready to buy me some Jordans. <laughs> I'm on the phone. On the phone with my sister. <laughs> like, so one of these days, like, yo, you like these? Yeah, bro, I like these. But I got to get off. I got to get ready for a date. A date? Wait, what? <laughs> what? You, well, you did not tell me about this. Well. Then she tells me about this guy. And I got to admit, I got to admit, because I've seen my little, 
because I've seen my older sister go through so much. Yeah. These last couple of years. Let me yeah. be real. Let me be real. Mm-hmm. I did not like Cliff at the beginning. Because I'm like, <laughs> man. Protective. He play with my sisters just like mm-hmm. all the mother dudes did. Mm-hmm. And then I had to check myself. I'm like, then like within a couple of months when I'm still hearing good things about Cliff, I'm like, yep. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Maybe, maybe, maybe he ain't about to play with my sister. Hold up, mm-hmm. hold up, hold up. Yes, because indeed. just like she is overprotective over me, mm-hmm. I am definitely overprotective over her. Yes, because the funny thing is, y'all. Before I let her continue, the funny thing is, when she was going through her, uh, when her and Cliff first got together, I had just gotten back with someone that I used to talk to. Mm -hmm. And we messaging back and forth. I'm thinking everything is good. And I send her a photo. I'm like, sis, look at what she sent me. It's so cute. It's so cute. (laughs) When I tell you, this girl went in this way, big sister mode. You delete that photo right now. You delete it right now in the name of Jesus. had a Cleveland all out. I say, what kind of mess? My brother is a reverend. What is you doing, ma'am? Mm. Oh, I was so disgusted. I was like, no, no. First of all, she's supposed to be saved. And then second of all, you saved. Third of all, you a reverend in the Lord's church. And then her and daddy she, was a preacher too. At that part. So I was like, it was a whole lot of wrongs there and then it was like the more i looked at it the more i was like you know what she's right <laughs> yeah and any girl that i'm interested in if i tell her about her mm-hmm. she can read right through them Choking. literally literally there's a couple of sisters of mine that all i gotta do is tell them about a girl they don't mm-hmm. even gotta meet them mm-hmm. they're reading right through them and I'm like, how do y'all know? <laughs> like, all y'all see is a photo. That's all we mm-hmm. needed to see. Yep. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Let her go. Mm-mm. And that's why it's important to have people around you that can see stuff. Because it was, and, and the thing about Cliff is that it was important for him to, to for us to meet each other's friends and families. Right. I, I, I love that about him. He was like, no, we need to. You know, people do it backwards where they date and they hang out and they do all this stuff. And then when they're serious, that's when they want to introduce people to people when they're already invested and they're already deciding that what, you know, that's what they want to do anyway. Mm -hmm. And it's harder for them to see stuff. He said, no, we need to, because mind you, when he offered to, to take me to Brevard to go see my family, I... I was like, you're willing to do that for me? Because mind you, he would have to drive 45 minutes from Ocala to Gainesville. And then we'd have to drive two and a half hours to Coco and Rockledge and the surrounding areas. So I was like, I was I was shocked that he was willing to do that for me. But it wasn't just him doing that for me. He was doing that so that the family and, and the friends and stuff could see us together. And he, mind you, he has, we have, you know, Christmas uh, breakfast with, with his family, right? Mm-hmm. So he missed Christmas breakfast with his family to take me to go see my family. Mm. 
And I was like, wow. And I kept saying, well, we got to we gotta go. And I kept trying to rush. Well, we got to go because I want Cliff to be able to spend time with his family. He said, I got time. He's mm. like, let's let's go. So we were. he was able to meet my mother. He was able to meet Nana. He met my my big sister Missy, um, and and that's Lewis Lewis's mom. When I talked about Lewis earlier helping helping me move. Um, who has been my gosh? She's been my sister for for years since like 2010, and she's also the mother of my goddaughter of I mean, close goddaughter Rashonda, and um, our beautiful niece Tasha. So, um, got a chance to meet them. He got a chance to meet <laughs> meet Bishop and, and Prophet. It was funny because <laughs> when I first told Bishop that I was going to be able to come back to Brevard to visit, I let him know that I had a way to get there. I said, by the way, his name is Cliff. And he said, well, you let him know my name is James Bird. <laughs> so he was also in protective mode, just like you were. <laughs> and, exactly. Uh, but the minute he saw Cliff, oh, Cliff. Mind you, we were just supposed to be dropping off gifts, right? We weren't even supposed to be coming inside their house. He was like, "Come on in!" And then when Prophet saw, she's oh, she said, "Cliff got the Holy Ghost." Like, I love, I love Prophet. She is, she is the cutest little Bahamian lady. And she saw, she said, "Oh, Cliff got the Holy Ghost." <laughs> so it was just beautiful to have that moment of people like kind of co-signing this decision. What you already knew exactly. I was just like, oh, and I had written a song about Cliff um, called The Future With You, which is actually featured on my my debut EP, finally. Yes. And I and wrote that. Thank you. Thank you. I actually wrote that song three days before Christmas, three days before he took me home to go see my family. And the song's basically saying, listen, I'm praying that you're the one. I want you to be the one because you have everything that I need and I want to be this for you. I want to be that for you. And yeah. turns out he That's was the it. one. Yeah. And y'all, when I tell y'all, first off for me, but did it for me, was when she called me and told me that he was taking her home mm-hmm. to visit her family. I was yeah. like, yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. 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 He a good yeah. one. He a good one. Yeah. And then... You guys, something that she forgot to mention is that she is one of the co-hosts of The Godly View. Yes! Yes! And when we had our one-year anniversary celebration virtually, Mm -hmm. and um, of course, for I'm the executive producer of the show, so of course, I like reached out to different people to kind of surprise them throughout the show yeah and um for her i knew the exact person that i wanted to reach out to Uh to have him surprised (laughs) to have her be surprised with and it was my Mm brother-in-law okay my boy cliff yeah well all this girl did was heard this man's voice yeah He ain't said nothing hardly. All he said was, hold on, let me get you a better lighting. Yeah. This woman, I know who it is. 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 My baby, yes. Look, I was on the phone with her yesterday, I think. Yesterday. Uh Talking to her about something. He hadn't made it home yet. On the phone with her, 
all at once. All I hear is the door open. My baby's home. Oh, yeah. My baby's home. He was home, but he was in the back of the apartment. He couldn't hear me when I called him during the live because I was like, I feel, and I was, it was crazy because I felt him. Mm -hmm. I felt him and I was like, he's here. So when I, when I called out to him, he was in the room. So I couldn't, he couldn't hear me, but he was here. So when I opened up the office door, he was, he was just coming out of the, of the other bedroom. So I was like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. I was like, I gotta say something to my friends. Mm -hmm. Yes. So it's just. So it's like, y'all, their love is real. And it's like, in all honesty, they are the epitome Mm -hmm. of what love is. Oh, bro. You're gonna make me cry. Like, literally, like, just watching her story. I've known her for like, by about two years mm-hmm. and watching her story, watching the way that she's came up, watching the way that she's grown, watching the way that God has blessed her. I'm like, and then to look at where she's at now, I'm like, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like yes. whenever I'm thinking about settling, mm. I just think about what she's been through and what she's went through and all of mm-hmm. that. Now, with me, with getting in alignment with what God has for you, Jesus, man, as far as relationships, let me be real. <sighs> we praying about it. I plead the fifth. Um, we praying I, I about it. I plead the fifth. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I plead the fifth. Um, yeah. The biggest issue is settling. Yeah. It and is. Then, uh, but as far as other ways, I can honestly say that has happened for me. Um, I've had opportunities where job opportunities mm-hmm. where I was with a job for about four years. Mm-hmm. They said, damn. I'm like, okay, cool. They let us know in September that January they were shutting down for good. Okay, mm-hmm. but we had two options. Well, three options. Either one, we can go to computing. Two, we could go from work from home. Or three, we could just find another job. Mm. I talked to my coach. My coach was telling me going work from home would be the best bet. Right. I'm like, all right, I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you. First mistake, I didn't pray about it. First Oof. mistake. Jesus. I just jumped at it because uh, she's saying, Oh, it's gonna be easy. Whoop de whoop de whoop. Nine times out of ten, you'll you'll have to deal with turbo tax in the beginning, but at the end of the mm-hmm. day, you'll end up with um, Starbucks or something like that, and that's gonna be easy. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Mm-hmm. I'm trusting you. All right. <laughs> January comes along. Job lets me go. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really sweating. I already had another job lined up, mm-hmm. so I wasn't sweating it. Uh move along, go through orientation with that job, whole month of January. Okay, everything going good, everything going good. February 6th. Well, February 5th, I get called into a meeting. James, um, we made a mistake. We fired too many people, so we're not needing you anymore. Ugh. Wait, what? Yeah, Jesus. we put too many people on. Okay, bet. Hang up. Next day, I'm making phone calls. 
mm-hmm. I make the phone calls to take care of me, both financially, making sure health-wise I'm taken care of, making sure everything is lined up. Well, then they realize I ain't dealing with no dummy. Same day, <laughs> next day, I'm getting a phone call. James, we made another mistake. We really need you to come back. Can you come back starting Monday? We'll give you the rest of this weekend off. You just come back Monday. Whoop-de-whoop. Yeah, sure, sure. I can come back starting Monday. Go back Monday. My stuff isn't working. Tuesday, stuff ain't working. Wednesday, stuff ain't working. Mm. This went on all the way till April of 2021. Jesus. From February of 2020 to April of 2021. That went on. Mm-hmm. So, like, during that time, I maybe worked two days. <laughs> and even with that, it was like maybe two minutes. And then I was told to log out because uh, we were slow. Jesus. Last paycheck that I got for them, they could have kept. I think it was like $15. $15. Mighty God. So by that point, I'm aggravated. I'm upset. Mm. And I'm trying to figure out what's next. No, 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 no. It wasn't April 2021. Sorry. It was April 2020. That went on from February to April 2020. Mm-hmm. So. From April of 2020 till April of 2021, I ain't working. Yeah, I'm getting unemployment, but I'm not working. God, what you want me to do now? Like, I'm sitting here, no job, no, yeah, I'm getting income coming in, but what's next? I done applied for this job once. I ain't heard nothing. Uh, finally, my dad comes home. Yo, they're hiring again. You need to apply again. That's in November. Okay, cool. I'll apply again. Apply again. Get an interview. Still ain't heard nothing. <laughs> At this point, without playing again, another mistake. I'm telling God, look, I'm giving you till tomorrow. If I ain't heard nothing by tomorrow from this job, I'm applying for this other job which is going to be at a hospital. <laughs> and mm. yes, I may have to work weekends, but so be it. Some Ooh. Sundays I may have to work, but so be it. I'm willing to sacrifice it just to get some money in my back pocket. Jesus. <laughs> laying in mm. bed. Literally laying in bed. On the phone. And I notice a number come across my phone I don't recognize. Like you said, you don't recognize the number. <laughs> you thinking it up. Go to the restroom to go use it. Come back. Notice there's a voicemail on my phone. Mm-hmm. Hello, this is blah, blah, blah from Emanuel. And we want to get in contact with James Glover today. We're offering him the position that he applied for full time, Monday through Friday, at 9 to 5. Jesus. I'm like, wait, wait. wait <laughs> what? Let me play it again. What, did, what was that? My lord. Played it again. Yep. I heard it again. I'm like, okay, I heard something wrong. Hold on. Right. Play it again. <laughs> I'm like, okay, let me call this woman back. 
So I call her back. I'm like, hey, yes, ma'am. And she said, uh, sorry. Uh, sorry, I missed you earlier, but uh, yeah, we want to offer you the position. Okay, yeah, sure. Sure, I would love to take it. Uh, when can I start? You'll start on April the 12th. <laughs> I got mm-hmm. quiet. April the 12th was when I had lost my job last year officially. Ooh, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> April the 12th of 2020. <laughs> wow, God. April the 12th of 2020, I lose my job officially with work from home. April the 12th of 2021. I'm starting a new one. <laughs> Look at God. And I'm like, Okay, like, God, like, why did you allow that to happen? Why did you make me wait so long? Like, yeah, yeah. Why did you make me wait? And his exact response was, you needed to work on some things. Yeah. During that time, <laughs> during that time of waiting, things started blowing up with my social media ministry. Mm-hmm. During that time of waiting, I started staying busy doing different things on social media. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't being, in other words, I wasn't just sitting around here doing nothing. That part. I was yep. using my time wisely. And I'm like, mm, you know what? Okay, cool. I can definitely wait. I don't mind waiting. But I can honestly tell you, when I look at it now, if I would have made the decision that I wanted to make, and mm. taking that job I wanted today. I would have regretted it. Yeah. I would have regretted it because it would have been like a smack in God's face. Like, okay, I trust you, but you taking too long, so I'm about to do my own thing. Exactly. Lord have mercy. Literally, had the application in hand. All I had to do was fill it out and pretty much guaranteed the job. <laughs> wow. But they let me know. You may have to work some weekends on Sundays. Man, so be it. Mm-hmm. At this point, I'm just ready to work. I'll yep. work Sundays if I have to. Mm-hmm. God's like, so you really gonna sacrifice it? No, you ain't sacrificing that. Mm-hmm. Not only am I giving you Sundays off, I'm giving you Saturdays off too. And Jesus. I'm getting you off in time to go to Bible study. Mm-mm-mm. Won't he do it though? I'm like, <laughs> Wow. And it was all because I was in alignment. Right place, right time. Literally, the job that I'm at now isn't nothing but maybe five minutes from my house. Jesus. Look at God. <laughs> See, when God does it, that's how he does it. Yeah. It's like completion. Yes. Complete order. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. Order. Wow. Order. Mm. Order. Mm. Mm. Order. Mm. 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 <laughs> Discipline. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, y'all missed something right there. Order. Woo! Order. Order. <laughs> but you all, <laughs> man, this was a great episode. And I absolutely love my sister Aww. for doing this. And um, y'all definitely stay tuned. She will be back. 
met up at the mm-hmm. my have my brother come on here with her. Yes. You know yeah, we game. Yeah. We game. Yep. 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 <laughs> also, y'all can catch her on with the Share Truth on yes. Facebook Live. She also has her own podcast too. What is the name of that podcast? Here? It is called the Simply Seth Podcast and it is available on most major streaming platforms. And I usually can upload mm, before 4 p.m. on Fridays, 4 p.m. Central. So um, every Friday, new episode. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's something else. Between that and Sheer Truth with Persephone Sonia, it's a lot going on, but I am so grateful. And of course, the godly view um Man. which i am just so excited about and i just I, i'm hold so on. grateful to god hold mm-hmm. on before we get off here i gotta tell the story on that oh yeah <laughs> Look, talking about talking about alignment y'all talking about alignment. y'all literally <laughs> the godly view i told her about this show yep before i even got it started sure did before i even started on it before i even reached out to any of the ladies Yep. about doing it I told her because oh. I already knew I wanted her apart mm-hmm. first season goes on she ain't ready yet mm-hmm. second season goes on she ain't ready yet <laughs> at the end of season number two y'all I sat there The girls on that show will tell you. The ones that are a host of that show right now will tell you. Andrea will tell you. Janine will tell you. Daisy will tell you. And Jessica will tell you. The end of season number two was probably one of the hardest ends that we had ever went through. Because Mm -hmm. during that time, we had went through some separations Mm -hmm. during year number two. Yep. Ladies that had started with us, the season was up. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to do it. Didn't understand why God was telling me that, why God was telling us that season was up. Mm. But we was obedient. Yeah. Last episode of season number two, literally, every last one of us was in tears. Every mm-hmm. last one of us. Jesus. Right before season number three gets started, about a month before, this young lady reaches out to me right here. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was the right time. She it was the alignment. She reaches out to me. Bro, I'm ready. Wait, what? Yeah. Look, perfect timing. We just lost two hosts mm-hmm. of the show. Yeah, and mind you, I didn't know about the stuff that was going on, the separation. Yeah. I didn't know about any of that. So, so it wasn't like I was waiting in the wings. Like, oh, no, oh, something's no, happening. No, Let no, me no, jump no, on no, in. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, she had no idea. Yep, yep. No idea. Like, yeah. But when she told me she was ready, yeah. I messaged the girls and tell her them. Yo, Seth says she's ready. And they're yeah. like, all of them, all of us started screaming <laughs> because, like, we have been waiting. We have been yeah. waiting. Yep. I called her. I'm like, sis, you don't even know how 
much this hit us. Mm-hmm. How hard this hit us. Wow. And ever since then, we was going higher. Mm-hmm. But I can honestly say at this point, we have that right core. Mm-hmm. That core. That nucleus that's needed. And Man, wow. last week, last week we did an episode and, well, no, January, we just started back mm-hmm. the first Saturday, well, no, this third Saturday in January, we started yep, back. the 22nd. Yep, 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 started back and boom, the first guest that we had. Look here. <laughs> Oh, Pastor Gregory and and Minister Jennifer, listen, they Mm -hmm. came through and just, my God. Mm -mm -mm. And by the time this podcast airs, y'all, we would have had already Pastor Crystal Mm -hmm. and another gentleman on with them. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. My God. Like this year, and it's crazy. Normally, we're trying to search and find guests mm-hmm. for the season, like maybe one or two guests per season. Mm-hmm. This year, this season, every episode that we have has a guest. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we're like, wait, how did that? <laughs> it's time. It's time. It's like we have never had a complete season where we don't even have where we not trying to like figure out something like Mm-mm. yeah it's all yeah, so set up. lined up and I'm yeah. like wow this our, our meetings be lit we we oh, be man. listen we be getting I stuff wish, done <laughs> I wish that I could show y'all photos from the after show <laughs> <laughs> that after that show be something else. Show. That after yeah. show, we be clowning in the after show. Yes. y'all think we have that we have fun on the show? Oh my lord! Mm. 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 Jesus! Ooh, I wish I could just take a video of the <laughs> after show because the after show be lit. Yeah, we gonna have to call that the congregation because we yes, cause we be like, we congregating. Yes, it is lit after the show. Like it is hilarious. Like we will be sitting there clowning. Yes, for at least another good thirty minutes. Yes, <laughs> using the filters. Remember when we were using the filters? Yes. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I know. Cliff was yeah. like, "What are y'all doing in there?" <laughs> no, you like, heard me. We was clowning, laughing, acting oh, crazy. Yes. all night that night. And, yes, and it's. It's like, you know, some shows where they don't get along Mm -hmm. when the camera is off. Exactly. That's not like that with this show. Correct. Even the group chat that we have, the group Mm -hmm. chat be lit. Lit. (laughs) Yeah. The group chat be lit. The conversations we be having be lit. It's like crazy. So y'all definitely tune in to them. And y'all stay tuned. Great things are coming. And I appreciate y'all rocking with me. Yes. Go support my sister and everything that she is doing. 
And see y'all on the next episode. God bless. Peace. Peace. Thank you for supporting Rev JHG3 Ministry. Whether it be PRL, Real Talk Monday, Godly View, or one of our many podcasts, your support is greatly appreciated. If you would like to be a blessing to us, you can cash up, dollar sign, Rev JHG3 Ministry. If you would like to inquire about booking, you can email us at RevJHG3Ministry at gmail.com. We thank you and have a blessed day.